Welcome to 15 to Life, the podcast that talks about life after life in prison. Come with us on a journey and explore stories from within the prison walls to outside the prison walls. All of these podcasts are dedicated to the victims of crime. Hey, what's going on, everyone? It's Tito, the host of the podcast 15 to Life, where we talk about life after having a life sentence in prison. Welcome back. It's another day. It's another, or I should say it's volume two. It's only our second one of our Monday motivation or motivation Mondays. All right. So let's kick it off. Now, the topic today is actually, ironically, was the original title for this podcast, which is You starts with Y. It's a little wordplay, right? Y-O-U spells you and U starts with the letter Y. But more importantly, for me, it was the Y. You know, for each of us are are you or when you're talking about someone, I would hope that you think of them in the sense of their Y. So you know how sometimes you might work with someone um, and it might be your boss, it might be a co-worker, it might be a peer, whatever it may be. And, and you kind of look at them and you always have this expectation for that individual. You're always like, man, you know, Jennifer's always about the money. She doesn't care about the people. Or you'll be like, Frank, he's so worried about the people that sometimes he lets the bottom line slip, you know. And it's all this stuff. But that's where the you, when you're talking about, hey, you, you're this, 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 it starts with why. You know, and the way we look at people, the way we even look at ourselves, all revolves around the why. And you'll hear why all over the place and motivational, inspirational, blah, 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 blah. All these different speeches and videos and, and seminars is about finding your why. And I'm a big believer in why as well because why is what brought me back into the nonprofit world. Why is what has me doing these podcasts. Why is, is everything, Right. Um, a lot of times we don't go with our why or we go with a why that other people tell us is what we should be doing. And then we get things misconstrued and, you know, there, there's so many things out there, but we're going to touch on a few. Like I said, I try and keep these short, but we're going to try to get through a few of these things, all right? So one quote I love is something that Jim Carrey said. So Jim Carrey said, I think everybody should get rich and famous and do everything they ever dreamed of so they can see that it's not the answer. Now think about that for a minute. You know, rich and famous and get everything you ever need to only find out that's not it. And you may have, if you've listened to all these podcasts, you've already heard me say that before, but I've found that nothing can buy happiness per se when i say buy it i don't mean monetary passing from one hand to another i don't mean anything like that what i mean is people associate happiness with things and not themselves and i think it's the most ridiculous thing people think about this we listen and watch things and talk to other people and then watch some more things and then scroll up and down or left and right in social media and then we think we have the answer, you know, uh, I'll use a, a woman, for example, a woman might say, I really need this purse, or I really need this pair of glasses, or I really need these high heel shoes. 
I really need this makeup. I really need to go get my nails done at this salon. Whatever. None of that crap is going to buy you happiness. You're not going to get it and instantaneously transition over into this new realm of reality that you're just walking on air. You may feel good for the moment. And maybe if you're someone who like buys things in hopes that they will make you happy. And so you may overextend yourself because who wouldn't? throw their last bit of money and maybe maybe even go into debt to achieve happiness. Who wouldn't? I'd do it. Hell, if you told me 100% sure if I maxed out all my credit cards right now, I would be happy for the rest of my life. I'd probably go, you know what? Hey, I want to be happy. Let's do it. But here's the reality. The only thing that's going to do is it, it might bring you happiness for a, a minute, a second, maybe even a year. Hell, if I gave you happiness for a year and you max out all your credit cards right now, and to some people that might be totally worth it because they don't have any credit. But to other people, it might be $100,000, $50,000, some ridiculous amount. And then after that time period, you're just in debt. And now you're miserable. And, and you'll, you won't get out of that misery. And guess what? It feeds into the machine of now you just have to keep working, working, working to try and pay off a debt because you were happy for 38 minutes. Not worth it. So once again, you starts with why. Make sure when you talk about you, you start with why. What truly makes you happy? If you were just put in the middle of a field with nothing but the clothes on your back, no cell phone or nothing else, what could you do, think of, read, whatever, that would just make you happy and content with yourself? Screw everyone else. Forget about how people may see you from an outward perspective. Internally, what would really make you happy? Why do you think so many people have this affinity and this, this, these deep relationships with animals? They treat those animals the way they want to be treated. You know, they pamper them. They do all kinds of stuff. And I'll be the first to say I love animals. I don't know if I'd do the whole big funeral and spend thousands of dollars if I had a little dog that died. I mean, I, I don't want people to do that when I die. So I guess that's just me. But what is your why? What what's really makes you happy? Like me, I, I, I found that I really get happy internally you know um i went out shopping today and partially it was shopping for me i needed some stuff some new shoes and stuff so i was just looking around really no serious intent on buying anything but i needed it but what did i find myself doing while i was out shopping thinking about other people thinking about what would someone else it might bring them some happiness and i i picked up some things and and mind you think about this that's what makes me happy. It, don't get me wrong. I like to spend money on myself and do things. Don't ever get that twisted up. I do like that. But I actually love working hard, making some money, and then being able to take care of somebody. And when I say take care of someone, I mean I get something that will make them happy. Because guess what? They didn't spend any money. They didn't spend the time to go do it. But if it's something they actually like and they might get some joy out of it when they see it or use it or whatever... That makes me happy. I'll never forget, I used to have these big parties for my birthday. And I, I think people that didn't know me looked at him like, wow, this dude's really full of himself. He has these big old parties with DJs and photo booths and has someone cooking food and someone bartending, like all this stuff, right? Sounds like fun, right? Super fun. <laughs> but anyway, I stopped when uh, my wife got pregnant, but... 
I used to have these big old parties, right? I'll never forget, my wife asked me, we, we were only together, you know, a couple of years, and, and she goes, why do you spend all this money, clean up the house, set everything up, like, I mean, we would have tents and have, you know, big projectors outside, and we'd throw up UFC fights, I mean, all kinds of ridiculous stuff, right? A lot of overkill, but I had to have a photo booth, because to me, that locked in the memories, right? I'm surprised I didn't pay someone to go around with the camera and just videotape the whole thing. But the thing was, is she asked me, she goes, but you spend all this money, pay for all these people, and then the house becomes a mess, and, and you spend all the time cleaning it up ahead of time, and then you spend all the time afterwards to clean it up. And at the end of the day, all you have are debts that from throwing the party. And I told her, I said, well, you know, I, I totally get from where you're sitting the way it looks. But, and, and she basically said, you know, because everyone else has a great time and you end up with a bill. And so, you know, I said, yeah, I totally get that. But what you don't get is that's what makes me happy is having fun and not to mention having that fellowship, having all my friends under one roof at one time and people that I, I might not see until the next party. And to me, that's that's totally worth it and it's my gift to myself i would save up a couple hundred bucks every month and then boom there you go i'm gonna blow it all on myself i don't need anything from anyone else i just wanted people to show up and to this day i have tons of pictures by the way thanks to my buddy charles tettens dj chucky beast up productions you always came through dj my parties even when you were out of town and you'd even bring your photo booth and everything so i really appreciate it but i have tons of memories from that you know um and and i mean i just that's what what drives me as an individual is is seeing other people happy i love i absolutely love that and and i will tell you something this is you know 15 to life right so you're probably thinking okay that's great you learned that after prison no not true i was this way before i went to prison and here's how much prison did not change this is what i stress to people a lot of people their personalities you know we, we have to believe that most people are inherently good at heart they just get skewed somewhere along the way and some people are just sick and that's just you know you can't change any of that but for the most part even people that do stupid stuff deep down they have a heart and everything so my personality hasn't really changed the way i conduct myself and the decisions i make definitely has so I was always this generous type person even before I went to prison. And, and while I was in prison, this is something I used to do. And people looked at me like I was weird, but then they just got to expect it. So, you know, we could get packages in prison, right? 30-pound boxes. And, you know, when I first got there, your people could actually put the box together. Now you have to order it online and everything. But my family always knew that when it came close to Christmas, I would want tons of candy and and, and I wanted some extra money so I could buy some, you know, honey buns and other kinds of junk. And I would sit there and get little sandwich bags and stuff. And I would fill them up with candy and little donuts and everything else I could, I could get my hands on, right? I would take that stuff. I would take a pillowcase and I put all these little things in there, these little treat bags. I load up my pillowcase and when they would run chow breakfast... You know, Christmas morning, everyone would go. And while they were out at breakfast, I would run around the building. Mind you, it was dorm living, so everything's kind of open. I would run around the building and put these treats on. Uh, I'm not going to lie. 
uh, I had my group, so we all stay in our groups. I was an other, and, you know, all the other races are in the building and everything, and I pretty much messed with everybody, so damn near everyone in the building got a treat bag on their bed. And every once in a while, someone would walk around going, man, who left these? And then people would start saying, you know, it was Santa Claus, it was Santa Claus. And then someone would finally break down and be like, Tito Santa, <laughs> you know. But I did it in prison. And I missed breakfast and I didn't get my lunch that day. I didn't matter to me because I did something like when I saw people eating those little candies and stuff, it just it made me feel good. It made me feel like I took them out of their messed up world for a second and gave them something that they probably haven't had in a long time, which is someone blindly giving without asking for anything in return. So that's my why. Now, how do you find your why? I'm telling you, is uh, for some of us, it's not that easy because we've been so layered. Like The best way I can explain it is when you were born, you were like this fresh, brand new floor, right? Your beautiful tile and... You're nice and pretty and all these distinctive marks that, that make that tile floor you, right? But you're young and you, you don't really see that beauty because you're you're just so open and you're just learning. And to tell you the truth, the, the designs on the floor are changing because your mind is, you know, evolving. Then as you get older, someone tries to maintain the floor, i.e. your parents, your relatives, your loved ones, your significant others, all that. And it's like layers of wax go onto the floor. And every time an experience, a memory, or whatever comes, here here comes some more wax. And you get to a point in your life, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm about to be 47 in a few days. You get to a point in your life, you have so much damn caked up wax and there's dirt and then wax got put on top of the dirt. You got all this stuff. You got to strip the freaking wax down. And depending on how much wax has been put on, it's going to take a while because that, that you, that why, is underneath all this stuff. And what is those layers? What are those layers of wax and everything? Once again, there's social media. If you're an older guy like me, there are constant years of people repeating the same things of how they want you to live and how they want you to be, right? There's all of that just caked up in there. And it skews you from seeing who you really are. And I know it sounds like some of, some of us are pretty strong A-type personalities. And we're like, no one can tell me what to do and blah, 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 blah. I'm telling you, yes, I can. If someone plays the same damn song every day, right? Think about it. Think about it. Anyone with kids, you 100% can relate. If you hear the same song, right now for me, it's Frozen. That's my daughter saying, right? If you're listening to that repetitively, just over over i don't care if you hate that song guess what you will probably memorize it and you might even start singing it randomly for no freaking reason why because that's what's been ingrained in you once again this could be coming from your family members this could be coming from so many different things that skew you from your why right and, and for some of us, we have to go listen to people. We have to have people talk to us. We have to have a significant occurrence happen in our life. Sometimes something real bad. Sometimes something real good. Or maybe we're near someone who goes through that and it makes us open our eyes and start questioning, what do I really like? Am I really religious? Do I really believe in God? Do I, do I believe the earth is round? Like everything, like anything and everything that you could possibly drum up. You'll start questioning, and that's, that's when things get exciting. You start really doing some inner 
deep dives, putting on the dive suit and just digging into yourself and saying, what do I really like? You know, there are so many things that I like and then there's so many things that uh, I start to lean towards and I go, I don't like that. That's just something whatever my parents like or my wife likes. I don't like that. I just tend to to do it because I know someone else close to me, you know, wants that. Not to mention at work. If you've been in the same job for 10 or 15 years, you might conduct your business days a certain way. And that could be something the furthest away from you and what you would really want to do. And there are so many businesses that will have you dig into these self-help books and leadership books and strength finder books. And, and they'll have you dig in and try to figure out what you're good at, what you like to do, and then try to find the right home for you. Which, to be honest, is great. As long as it's a natural path for you and not a forced one from them. Because once again, you're being forced into something that whether it's good or bad for you, you're not the one making the decision someone else's. And I think that's where people get things so screwed up. Like if you're not ready to be sober, like I don't care who comes and talks to you, you're not going to be sober that day. And anyone who's been around addiction, whether themselves or a close friend or family member, you'll get what I'm saying. People quit and make a change when they're ready. My mother smoked two, two and a half packs of cigarettes a day. I was in prison when she got ill. And the the story, and sorry, mom, if I'm misquoting this, but the story went something like this. She's sitting on a on a bed at the hospital, oxygen and everything strapped up to her. And the doctor's like, I got good and bad news. You know, well, what is it, doc? And mind you, I'm in prison. I wasn't there. Unfortunately, I got to see my mom with an oxygen tank coming into visiting, but that was about it. But they basically told her, like, you know, you had this walking pneumonia, all this other stuff. Um, but due to your smoking and everything, that's that's why it hits you so bad. Um, but you can fully recover. And she's like, oh, well, what's the bad news? Well, if you keep smoking your two and a half packs a day, you'll probably be dead in six months. Needless to say, my mother hasn't smoked a cigarette since that conversation. But once again, like it had to come to that to make a change, right? So I... I would hate that for everyone out there listening that you have to have one of those moments to change the way you see things or or the reasons why you do it. Mind you, back in the day, everyone smoked. Everybody smoked. It was just popular. Now, there's a lot of people that still smoke, but it's different because there's more awareness. You know, what if someone could make you aware of how you really feel? And I know it sounds corny, but I'm telling you people, I really doubt there's, you know, nine out of 10 people right now listening really know who they are or or who they could be because they're they're being what they want, what everyone else wants them to be. What do you what do you what are we told when we're growing up? Do good in school. Go to college. Find a perfect mate. Marry the perfect mate. Have a family. Get a good job after college. Teach your kids to do the same religion, the same this, the same workout, like do everything the same as you. Why? So we have a world that's basically recopying itself over and over again in the hopes that, you know, we keep saying that we always want something better for our kids. Well, then how come we all aren't doctors and scientists and astronauts? I mean, if we all did that, then wouldn't the world be a totally different place? You know, uh, things I hope for my daughter is that 
whatever she wants to do, she feels that she has the support and encouragement of her mother and father. That's what I hope. And, and that's with whatever. If she wants to be a teacher and make $33,000 a year, but that's what makes her happy, go for it, babe. That's what I want you to do. Period. Because I want her to be happy. Do I want her to have more than I have? Of course. Of course I do. But I want her to have more than I have in the sense of mental health, happiness, knowing who she is and being comfortable with who she is, how she feels and what she wants to do in life. And knowing that society isn't always going to agree with her. And that's okay. It really is. So, I mean, I've been rambling on, but I can't stress this enough, people. You know, we, we need to find out who we really are and be those individuals. Because life does not have a filter. You can't click a button on your life and get the little doggy ears and the tongue that sticks out when you smile. That's bullshit. That is a freaking fad on a, on a damn device that has us trapped like little kids. Do, do I play around with this stuff? Sure, every once in a while. I got stuff out on social media too. But my point is, don't, don't let those things run you. You run those things. Make time for your family. Make time for yourself. Whatever that may be. You know, work hard, play hard, all that good stuff. But remember... The, the countdown started when you were born. And whatever that end number is, whether it's 65 years, it's 85 years, it's 105 years, it's 38 years, that clock is ticking away every day. You cannot stop it. You cannot change it. What you can do is change how you utilize the time in between now and that end time. When that buzzer rings, are you going to be comfortable with the way you lived your life and the way you treated people? And most importantly, the way you treated yourself. So anyway... This is Tito telling you that you starts with why. So start today and figuring out what your why is so you can be better to you. All right. Have a great week. Keep grinding and drop some comments on what you want to hear next. This is Tito, your host of 15 to Life.